Welcome to the No BS Mama podcast. I'm your host, Megan. I'm married with three kids and found myself stressed, overwhelmed, and lost in motherhood before I gave up the idea of perfection and remembered that my needs are important too. If you're looking for a mom friend who drops F-bombs, loves road trips, and will always hype you up, then I'm your girl. I want to cut through the bullshit and have real conversations about all things mom life. I definitely don't have all the answers, but I am here for you, girl, and I'm bringing in some experts and other moms to help us out, too. We know there's no one-size-fits-all solution, so make sure you take what serves you and leave what doesn't. So go ahead and grab that coffee, that glass of wine, or whatever floats your boat, and go hide from those kids while we dive in. Welcome back to the No BS Mama podcast. My name is Megan, and I'm your host, as always, Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to hang out with me today. Um, today, I wanted to talk a little bit about seasonal depression. Um, if that's something that you struggle with, or maybe that's a new term for you. Um, so first, I want to talk a little bit about exactly what seasonal depression is. Um, people who experience seasonal depression, and this is from... Um, a resource that I, I'll put in the show notes so you can do all of the reading yourself. And then I would also encourage you to Google it and do your own research as well. Um, and I should also preface this by saying that I am not a professional. This is not a replacement for um, professional help. And I'm only speaking from my own lived experience. Okay, great. Um, so seasonal uh, depression really is... When you experience symptoms of depression during the fall and winter months, um, so it, it starts in the fall as it starts to get colder and we have less and less um, daylight, and then it clears up more in the spring when we have access to daylight, it starts to warm up, things start coming back to life. Um, there is a more mild version of seasonal depression, which is called the winter blues. And that is really, um, it's, it's shorter. So it's just in the winter months when it's like super, super cold and it seems to always be dark. Um, and again, it's, it's more mild. So I would, I would explain it as more of like a funk, um, not something that is chronic or, you know, disrupts your daily life. Um, nothing that disrupts your, your work or your relationships or your, um, no major mood problems, right? Whereas seasonal depression is more serious, um, even though it is based on the season, um, it is more disruptive. Um, you have, you know, greater mood swings. You have, um, you're more lethargic, less motivated. You don't find joy in things that you used to find joy in, right? Um, all of those types of things might mean that you have seasonal depression. Um, and so you can do some things to, you know, prevent or slow down or lessen the effects of seasonal depression. Um, and again, these are my own lived experiences. This is not professional help, um, but I did just want to give some tips out here just in case they might help someone. So um, I will also preface this by saying if you are experiencing 
or are in a place where you are truly not yourself and um, you are just really in a dark place, I would definitely, definitely, definitely encourage you to seek professional help, um, whether that is in the form of a therapist or going to your doctor and maybe talking about if you are eligible for some sort of prescription. Um, when I was in my worst major depression episode last fall, um, really, really all of last year, but, but specifically last fall, um, I was listening to podcasts like this and I was thinking, you know, oh, I'll fix this by journaling. I will fix this by um, eating well. I will fix this by, you know, doing all of these things. But the fact of the matter was I could barely get up out of bed to take care of my children or go to work. So I for damn sure was not getting up and exercising. I for damn sure was not sitting down and journaling, right? So if you leave here with the best intentions and you find yourself not implementing anything, um, maybe it's not even one of these things, maybe you identify something more that works better for yourself, um, I would I would investigate that, right? Um, because I spent far too long, far too long, thinking that I was just a piece of shit because I couldn't seem to implement these things when the fact of the matter was I couldn't because of the state that I was in, right? So take from that what you will. Um, But there are five things that I am doing right now to help prevent or lessen the effects of seasonal depression for me. Um, I am someone who does fall into what I call a funk um, sometime after Thanksgiving and before Christmas. Um, Sometimes it comes, you know, after Christmas, after the new year. um, And I attribute that to, you know, there's lots of excitement, you know, the house is decorated for Christmas, you're you're entertaining family. Um, There's a lot to look forward to up until the new year. And then you get to the new year and you're like 10 pounds overweight. You've spent all this money on gifts that people probably don't even need or want. Um, It's dark outside. It's miserable and cold. And, you know, what's the point, right? Um, And so these are the things that I'm doing to maybe help me be in a place that isn't, These are the five things that I'm doing that I'm hoping will help lessen the effects of seasonal depression for me. So in addition to the medicine that I take every single day, um, number one, I am scheduling glam days into my week. So if you're local to me or if you're not local to me, you should definitely be following Nicole J Boutique. That's at Nicole J Boutique and I will link it in the show notes. She has this thing that she calls glam days. And these are days that she gets up, get dressed, does her hair, fully does her makeup, um, like really lives into like 
this version of herself, this fully put together glam version of herself. And that's when she takes all of her pictures for her website and for her social media feed and all of these things. And um, I heard her say that one day and I've really taken that into my own processes because I am a forever tomboy. And so ever since I can remember, I have been a jeans and hoodie or leggings and hoodie type of girl with, you know, a ponytail or a messy bun and I'm on my way. Right. Um, and so taking the time to really live into this glam version of myself where I do all of my skincare, I take five minutes and I put some mascara and some, you know, something else on, right? Um, I curl my hair maybe, or I at least blow dry it because normally I just let my hair air dry. Um, So taking those extra steps to take care of yourself and present yourself in a different way um, really does something. And, And for me anyway, maybe you're someone who gets up and does these things every day and so maybe this doesn't apply. Uh, but for me, this really does help me, you know, lift my mood and, and my spirits and show up to my day in a different way. Um, and so when I say I'm scheduling these glam days into my week, it's because if I don't do that, if I don't sit down on Sunday night and when I'm scheduling out everything else, take a look and say, okay, when am I going to do my glam day? I won't do it because I'm lazy (laughs) or I'll like, I'll say, oh, I'll do it. I'll take my shower tomorrow and and I'll wash my hair and then that will be my glam day. And then, you know, one thing leads to another and here I am going to bed with a wet head again. Right. And so really taking that proactive approach to make sure that I'm scheduling this for myself helps me make sure that I actually get it done. Um, So I'm scheduling myself at least two glam days a week. Um, Number two, I'm spending time outside. Every single day, I'm spending some time outside. And as it gets colder, I will bundle up and continue to do the same. And the reason for that is, um, first of all, the fresh air, you know, breathing that fresh air in my lungs, um, soaking in that sunlight, Um, all of that is really, really good for you. And I really like to combine it with some movement. So my favorite way to make sure that I get outside every day is to take a quick walk, quick walk at lunchtime. Um, this can be five minutes just around your block. This could be a half an hour, you know, a good mile or two, um, whatever is good for you. Um, sometimes, I'll sit out back on my porch with my lunch um, before it gets too cold. Um, just finding little ways, or even like on the weekends out on the soccer field, like that that's good enough to be my outside time for the day. Sitting out there for two hours, yep, that counts, <laughs> right? Um, so just making sure that you're prioritizing, spending that time outside, especially if you are a remote worker like myself, Um, there's really no reason for you to ever be outside for an extended period of time. You're not like walking from your car to your, you know, the parking garage to your building. Um, 
you're not doing these things that, that other people might be doing that are getting them that, that sunlight exposure. So, um, getting that walk in either, um, at lunchtime or maybe before you log in, just bundle up. I mean, I know it's cold. I know it's shitty. If you're like me again, you prefer the summer. Um, but if you wear the white, the right clothing and you bundle up, it really, it really isn't that bad. Um, that leads into number three, I am prioritizing movement. Um, I have a lot going on right now. I have a lot on my, on my plate and movement is something that I refuse to just put aside for now because I know how good it makes me feel. So whether it is just that walk that I get at lunchtime or, a class at the Y or, um, you know, a DVD or something that I do. Um, I'm doing something every day. Prioritizing movement in that way, um, is really, really helpful for me. Um, number four is mindful nutrition. And for me, I've been experimenting with, um, mindful eating or intuitive eating for hmm, close to a year now, I guess. And, you know, I did go through that learning curve of, you know, oh, I can eat whatever I want. This is great. Um, But really, when you start to learn more about your body and pay attention to your body, your body is very smart. It will tell you exactly what it needs, right? And so, listening to that, knowing when you're dehydrated, knowing when you need more fruit, knowing, you know, all of these things and really paying attention to how you feel after the fact. Is your stomach upset? Are you bloated? Do you feel lethargic? Are you you going into that food coma, right? All of those things, um, especially leading into the season where you're, you're surrounded by candy and pie and you know all of these things not to say that you shouldn't partake in these foods or that there's anything wrong with any of these foods but this is the time of year where we are most likely to overindulge in all the things alcohol comfort foods you name it we are indulging and we are overindulging and we feel like shit right and so that's something that I'm being really mindful about Um, And then number five is really setting very clear boundaries. Um, And so again, for me, I've, we've got kids everywhere. They're in, you know, after school activities and sports and they're working and college visits and tournaments and um, all of these things. And it's, it's really a demand on my time. In addition to what I'm doing for this podcast, in addition to what I'm doing for my full-time job, in addition to, you know, everything else that, that comes with just being a human, right? Um, and something that I know about myself is that I want to be on every boat sailing. You send me an invitation, I'm going to be there, or I want to be there, right? Um, you ask me for help, I want to help you. Um, all of these things, and again, There's nothing wrong with that, but I know myself and I know that if I don't really set clear boundaries, um, 
and really like prioritize my time and where I'm putting my attention, I will burn out. I, I, that is a, that's something that I know for fact. Um, and so really making sure that again, I am committing to my Sunday ritual of looking at my week and planning everything out really down to the hour. And it sucks and it's a pain in the ass and I hate doing it. But in the long run, I know it's better for me. And I mean, I'm flexible. You know, once I do this on Sunday night, this plan is not written in stone, but it gives me a really good idea as to if someone asks me to help them with something or to go somewhere on Tuesday night, I know that I have to move something to make that happen, right? So now I have to work this thing in somewhere else in my week or give that thing up completely. And that just makes it much more mindful because otherwise, if you're just kind of like, if you just allow things to happen, then you get to the end of your week and either you're stressed because you haven't gotten things done um, or you're burnt out because you have gotten everything done and you have, you know, prioritized other people's needs over your own and you're completely like drained of all of your energy because you haven't prioritized yourself. You haven't done the things that you like to do for you to rest and recharge your battery so that you can show up for yourself and for your family and for your job and for your friends the way that I know that you want to. Um, And this is something that is new for me, this boundaries thing. Um, I think I've talked about it on here before, but I am not good at setting boundaries yet. I am working on it. And, you know, recognizing that setting boundaries is not me saying that I don't love you or that I don't care about you or that I don't want to help you. Like, it is not about any of those things. And telling myself that story is not helping me, right? Um, And so if this is something that is new to you. Um, I do have an episode coming out about this here in a few weeks. Um, so stay tuned for that, but definitely look into that. Um, you know, see if you can do some research or maybe talk to your therapist. If you go to therapy, um, this is something that my therapist really helped me out with a lot when it came to setting boundaries at home and at work, honestly. Um, So those are my top five ways that I'm trying to treat this upcoming fall and winter season proactively so that I know that I'm setting myself up for success as best as I can. Um, What we know about depression is that it can be, you know, out of your control, and that is okay. There's nothing wrong with you. Um, You know, none of those things. And in order to prevent it or lessen the effects or anything like that, you need to show up for you. You need to be taking excellent care of yourself um, and doing all of the things to keep you 
in the happiest, healthiest version of yourself so that when depression decides to rear its ugly head, it doesn't knock you down hard right away, right? And you can catch the warning signs, you can catch it early, and you can do something about it so that you don't get swallowed by this big, dark, deep hole that you cannot climb yourself out of. And so these are my five things that I'm doing right now um, as, you know, Daylight starts to decrease. We're heading into daylight savings time, so it's gonna get even worse. It's finally cold here where I am. Um, I can definitely see it going down that road for for a lot of people who experience this phenomenon, right? Um, And so definitely take a look at the link in the show notes. Be familiar with all of the warning signs. Be familiar with you know, what you can do if you do catch some of these warning signs. Um, And then obviously see if there's anything on this list or really think about maybe journal it out. Um, What, how do you need to show up for yourself right now? Um, You know, and just answer that question. Set a timer for, you know, 15 minutes and just write. Don't stop writing. Nothing is off limits. Um, It doesn't have to make sense. It's, it's judgment-free, right? But maybe that's what you need to do to help identify for yourself a couple of things that you need to prioritize for yourself right now. Um, because I know in this season, it is so easy to just give, 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 and really lose sight of the fact that we are human and we have needs and we have to meet our needs first, okay? Um, So that is all I have for you today. I hope that this episode resonated with you. Let me know what you're doing right now to take care of yourself so that I can share it with the community. If you're not already in our Facebook community, please join us. The link is in the show notes. We talk about this kind of stuff in there all the time. the community is growing. It's a safe space. So don't be an asshole or you'll, you'll get, you'll get yourself removed. Um, and yeah, until next time. Hey babe. Mom. 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 (laughs) Shit. You guys, I gotta go. I really hope you loved today's episode. If you did, it would really mean the world to me if you would share it with a mom like us. So she doesn't feel so alone either. And if you're not already in our free Facebook community, girl, what are you waiting for? I promise it just takes two seconds. You don't even have to search for it. Just go ahead and click the link right here in the show notes. Until next time, try to remember to do something that's just for you this week.